Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast. Just come on, Thunder. You were silent for so long. Thunder. Chill out, Zeus. We're recording. <laughs> uh, uh, Preston joined as always on my delightful co-host. <coughs> yep. Matt. <laughs> Matt's a little sick. I'm not sick. I'm just super dried out Allergies. and have no voice. It's some sort of something messy. I don't know. I can talk sort of normally at about this volume, but I can't get much louder than this. Gotcha. Very effectively. This will be a this will be an interesting one. Uh, let's start with the we got three trailers. Yeah. Uh, do we have any other things that are not trailers? Probably. Let's start with a trailer though. Let's start with a trailer. Right. Oh shit! I didn't watch the new. Oh yep. So let's break this down. <laughs> All right. Are we gonna have red arrow, red, yellow red arrows, arrow? yellow arrows, and red circles? Yellow arrows and red circles. I don't know if we can say that. Is it red arrows and yellow circles? Is it supposed to be? I don't know. I don't want to get sued. I don't think that's We're already completely co- mimicking their style on I don't think it's copyrightable. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stranger Things. Let's start Stranger with Stranger Things. One. Season four. Big old long trailer. Big old long trailer. Do you, do you think it's going to be good? I think it's going to be weird. I think it's going to be chaos and not necessarily like good chaos. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that they are at... This is the last season. This is not the last season. What? This is the second last season. Oh. I thought this was two parts of one season. It's two parts second last season. What the f- we're, we're doing that now? We're spitting the last two things into two parts now? Apparently. Alright, well. What did, What is the- Oh, God. I think it's a production thing. Um, I think that they wanted to get- they wanted to get the full season out um, in in the May release date, but there's still post-production details that they have to finish up. So they're like, okay, we'll put out a chunk of it on schedule and then we'll have to push back a chunk of it. I think it's it's not really like a actual two-parter thing. Okay. At least that's the logic that they've used. It gives the vibe. I think the thing that I don't like now that you said that there's another season after this is that this is giving us the vibe of like, this is the final battle. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna get season five is just like end game where there's like really no plot? It's just a giant battle with Vecna, which they have said the guy's name will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they're simultaneously out of ideas and also have too many ideas. They have too many ideas and they're out of ways to put them together coherently. Yep. You know what'd be rad? If we had a dude shredding on a guitar on top of a building <laughs> in the upside down. How are we gonna and- put that into the plot? And, Who knows? Uh, you got David Harbor fighting some uh, some monsters with a uh, with a flame. That's no, that never one, happened before. That one makes sense. It's a Hellboy reference. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that one yeah, maybe makes sense. Hopefully, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> all of those elements are from things we've seen before. We know he's in the prison in Siberia. We yeah. know they have a full size demogorgon, though. We know that Harbor Hopper. Knows that you fight him with fire. You can fight him with fire. Right. Probably evil Soviet prison guards are like, yeah, let's let this thing eat some prisoners for sport. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. And he knows how to fight him. And so we do a whole gladiator kind of thing where the the hero comes in and he rallies them all. And they, the barbarian horde wins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, I am cautious about this season. I, I, I just... 
I feel like it's going to continue on the trend it's been on Mm -hmm. where it's just going to kind of keep devolving from any sort of coherent point. Mm -hmm. Well, I think kind of the beauty of the show is that it's always relied on sort of the mystery around the the whole logic of the upside down. What is it? Why is it? Um, I think that's the problem. Because well, they need they need to unravel that, right? right? That well, that's what I'm saying is like is that they're in season four <clears throat> now, and if they are so focused on keeping the mystery, the more they unravel, the more unraveled the true meaning behind it all becomes. Like it's yeah, like we are we're past every single season. It's like oh, there's like a new layer of it, and mm-hmm. it's like it's a mystery, and then they figure it out, and there's a new, and then it's always like a little bit more mm-hmm. like just out of left, not like out of left field, but like. Um, just like absurd, yeah, kind of, and it's fair. getting more and more absurd. Where I feel like if we look at this, if we watch season four and season five, and go back to season one, I feel like it's not gonna make sense because I don't feel like they were writing season one with season five in mind, and it's it's showing. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's kind of just like well where were where were these things before like right. it, it feels like they don't have great explanations for <clears> what's <throat> next yeah it's kind of like the problem with comic one of the big problems with the whole comics realm yeah. is they're just writing and writing and writing and writing and it always just needs to get bigger and bigger but they don't have an end that they can tie to it's just right. we have to always one up whatever happened previously right yeah no fair point um I, the Duffer brothers have always said in interviews and stuff that they have had sort of an overarching structure in mind, that they kind of know what they're going to do with it. Um, I'm hoping that means they have a really satisfying, interesting way of actually unraveling the mystery and kind of piecing everything together. I don't know if that'll be the case. I think a lot's going to hinge on how well they can pay off some of those those mysterious elements. I think part of the other thing too is like, well, if they said they have the general structure in mind, I don't think that that's enough to make us like to have that <laughs> when you're doing the first few seasons. Yep, a well, general structure isn't enough to like to make a really cohesive story. Mm-hmm. You need to have the entire thing. Yeah, like what it all means in mind the entire time. Yeah, take uh, How I Met Your Mother for example. They knew how that show was going to end the whole time, mm-hmm. and when they got there, it was still kind of unsatisfying because of what had come in the middle yeah i uh yep so we'll see i mean i need to go i it's been so long since i've seen Mm -hmm. uh any of it so i'm at i'm kind of feeling like i'm just detached from it at this point if i go back and watch those again and then watch this i'll probably be more excited than i am now but Mm -hmm. right now i'm just like all right yep Mm -hmm. fair enough season four yep um what else light year Got a, another long trailer for that? Longer so, trailer. do we know more about the story now, or did we already know what we just saw? We did not know the new reveal from this trailer. Okay. At least, I don't think we knew that. So, it's that he, like... I didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't... I don't think we got... <coughs> we knew that he got sent to the future. So, we have good old Chris Evans talking to people who were the grandchildren of people he knew. Huh. Never seen that one before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I feel like that's... It's a coincidence, most likely, like strongly likely yeah. that it's a coincidence. Yeah. But I feel like it's still going to sound weird when I hear Chris Evans' voice say, it's, oh, it's something that your grandmother, and, or like say something that's like out of time or something, or like, yeah. you young whippersnappers or something. Yeah. It's just like, that. Ah! Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like Disney kind of like trapped themselves on that because one, they can't not make those jokes because it's Disney and right. it's right there. The jokes basically write themselves. Exactly. But two, you do it and everyone's going to kind of get that vibe, whether they yeah. like explicitly notice it and they're like, oh, that's like Captain America. Or they're like, why does that feel familiar? <laughs> <laughs> People are going to notice. Yeah. I've already noticed. <laughs> yep. Yep. Way ahead of you there. But. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it looks, I mean, <clears throat> it looks fun. Still not entirely sure if this is the sh- a show that the character is, or the, that, the, the, uh, that the toy is based on a show and this is that show, or mm-hmm. like this actually happened and somehow the Toy Story universe is like far in the future, which makes no sense for the pizza pizza shuttle Mm -hmm. thing i don't know who's to say what if the toy i mean i think we vaguely speculated about this the the toy toy story is like in they had the future and Mm -hmm. like they kind of settled back down into kind of like present day ish stuff (laughs) so like there's so much space stuff involved in toy story like you have like uh the like the pizza shuttle and that's all space and the aliens and everything like it's all like kind of space mm-hmm. and aliens and stuff like that right what if literally this the year of toy story is like 2105 mm-hmm. but we like you know you're so focused in on the toys that you don't notice the broader world and maybe that's a reveal we get at the end of whoa that'd be something that'd be something it's like he does all that. He lands back on planet Earth. And he's the do, he's like, doing like an autograph session and Andy comes up and is yeah. like, will you sign my buzz? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be wacky. So we'll see. I'm still betting on story within a story kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it's a movie or TV show within the Toy Story universe. What if it's a literally just an imagination? Like, yeah, that could be the, it. The guy who created the Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, uh, the guy who created the Buzz Lightyear toy mm-hmm. literally just this was what he was fantasizing as as a kid yeah um at the end you know how sometimes the the like they'll they'll open the the movie with like the shot of the book opening yeah. and then they'll close it at the end this one is going to be the kid coming to the end of reading the back of the Buzz Lightyear box yeah <laughs> that'd be pretty good and then he defeated Zerg and they lived happily ever after or Zerg turned the actual person buzz lightyear into a toy and then cloned it a billion times and zerg actually rules the world wouldn't that be something (laughs) just some really wacky out of left field reveal at the end of this movie that'd be good uh one of the writers did come out this week and say that they can't give away too much about zerg right now character details because it'll spoil something interesting um if we're going by toy story 2 it's buzz's father but Oh, I wrote, I forgot about that. <laughs> Good. Okay. So, so Buzz's father. Was that confirmed? Like, was that a thing? Or was that just like they were making the joke or something? No, it like actually happened in Toy Story 2. Okay. They're like, son, father. And then they play catch. It's it's a touching moment. Isn't that in Guardians 2? Yeah. Stole it from Toy Story. Yeah. Everything good does come from Toy Story. Yeah. You know, it's not at all based on any other kind of... Oh, no. Certainly not. Media. No, not at all. I got nothing else to say about that one. I'm excited. Layering Interstellar on top of our Star Wars meets the Martian. I'm all in for it. All right. Yeah. 
Although they did have a sex joke, which was weird. At the oh, very, they kind of they at did. At the very yeah. end, he's like, "Your grandma and I used to do this," and the one guy's like, "Ew." It's like, eh, Pixar. It's a little off brand for you, buddy. Is it? I feel like there were sex jokes in Soul. Well, okay, yeah, fair and enough. And also, kind of on Inside too. Yeah, Finding Nemo a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Get okay. out of here with it off brand for Pixar. They definitely have sex jokes. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> Uh, big one, big one, big one. We finally got hooray, which I was at last. I was wrong. We were both expecting it to the so Thor: Love and Thunder that trailer happened. Yep. We were expecting it to come out after Doctor Strange or with Doctor Strange. Yeah, but uh, that didn't happen. No, nope. we get Mighty Thor, not female Thor. Yep. Stop calling her female Thor, please. She is Thorita, literally Thor. Um. So now I know a lot more about Thorita. <laughs> now I know a lot more about uh, Jane Foster's Thor. Mm-hmm. How much do you know about Jane Foster's Thor? I read the arc where she becomes Thor. Cool. So you know everything there is about I it. know everything there is to know about that character. Cool. Is that the only arc that she was Thor? Uh, I mean, there's probably like a one-off what if. I think I actually read that. Um, there's a... I, I don't know if she does... So I read like the original two volumes um the mighty thor was like who is thor and then the second one reveals that it's her and gotcha they kind of go from there i think she continues to be thor uh through the war of the Realms story if i remember right but i haven't read that one gotcha um i'd like to read that one at some point but... Do you know how it ends how her not being thor no okay so for the people thing about thor being jane foster mm-hmm. is she so it's Actually, how? No, you you tell it. You read it, except you can't talk. I can't talk. You tell it. I'll, I'll I point it out how, when you're wrong. Uh, so she becomes actually Thor. Yep. Um, I don't know the exact reasons why uh, Donald Blake gives up being Thor, but it's or not like, Donald Blake. Huh? It's not Donald Blake. What is it? It's what? just it's just Thor. Yeah, but he gives her the name, says that she is Thor. Right. And he, oh, he goes by Odinson right. during that time. Yeah, he's he's not Donald Blake anymore. That's oh, okay. old hat. Forever ago. Yeah. Uh, so he he lost the hammer as um uh as part of the uh whoa forgetting the name. I can picture it. Original Sin story. Um, okay. which is a big old crossover event where the watcher gets murdered and everyone has to figure out why. And um as part of that, uh Thor is told something that causes him to become unworthy. For a time, oh, which it's less interesting than you'd expect. Oh. Um, is more just a, a plot point to have him be gotcha. unworthy for a while, so they can throw Jane Foster the hammer. So Jane Foster, who has cancer, like super terminal cancer, super terminal cancer, uh, possesses the uh, the power of Thor, um, and it actually says, I think, uh, it, or I don't think I know, on the hammer the the phrase is. What is it? The whoever can wield this hammer will have the power of Thor, or something should, as like a, that. Should he be worthy? Ah, the hammer itself actually changes his words to "Should she be worthy?" Nice. So that, like, like it, it acknowledges female and says, "You fuck, you're Thor." Sure, <laughs> we'll take it. Um, and Thor tells her it's like that you or Odinson tells her he's like you are Thor, like you are worthy of Thor. And mm-hmm. He acknowledges that and everything. Um, so she is actually Thor. Stop calling her female Thor. She is just Thor. Yep. It kind of, it's like, 
It's like saying male nurse. Just call them a nurse. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, yeah, so we get her. We get literally nothing else about her. Yep. Just so we're we, holding it. We don't even know if uh, Odinson is going to actually be unworthy or if it's just some different version of the story entirely. Yeah. <coughs> we don't have anything from Gore the God Butcher. Although that thing that they looked at, like that big giant dog mm-hmm. thing, I almost guarantee you Gore killed that thing. That oh, yeah. seems like a god kind of thing that, that Gore would kill. Yeah. And that's that, why Odinson looks like... <gasps> comic book Twitter was freak, freaking out about that shot for a while because it's literally a panel from the comics oh! where Thor is investigating the deaths of a bunch of gods. Oh! All right. Well, my assumption is correct. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I don't... I mean, it It seems... Uh, it seems fun. Yeah. I feel like Guardians is going to really ha- play like a background role to the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah, no, that's going to be like a first 15 minutes and yeah. they get sick of him and dump him and he's got to go find his own inner peace. Yep. Which I kind of I kind of like that. The um they're they're choosing sort of a different character arc from Ragnarok where he's like sort of figuring out his thorness and this yeah. is sort of his like his coming to terms with his personal self, yeah. I guess. Um but then also, you know, having to deal with Gore the God Butcher. Yep. There were uh there was a couple shots in that trailer that were very clearly referencing the uh Thanos piece at the end of mm-hmm. uh Infinity War. Yeah. How Thanos was like, "Ah, yes, I killed everybody and now I can relax." And Thor's like, "I killed so many things and I need to not I want to <laughs> be not war anymore." Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great arc for him. I feel like that's the like the the trilogy was a good arc for him. Mm-hmm. I guess it was more of the first two movies were a setup for him, and then yeah. the whole Infinity Saga yeah. was his arc. And so, like, this is a good progression of him. I don't really know if they're going to be able to go anywhere else with him after this, because one, he's really comfortable with him. Like, he's confident and knows who he is as Thor. Mm-hmm. And after this one, probably he'll be confident and knows who he is as a person. Yeah. I don't know what else is there. We may be a really great dude. We may get some sort of glorious self-sacrifice at the end of it or something. Wouldn't shock me. Um, There's a little one-off story called King Thor, um, where uh, at the end of it, it's basically three different versions of Thor from throughout time team up to stop Gore at the end of the universe. Um, And then one of the versions of Thor sacrifices himself to basically restart life on Earth. It's weird. Okay. Comics are weird. Yeah. Um, but something along those lines, a, a heroic Thor sacrifice at the end wouldn't shock me now that we have Jane Foster in place to just be Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could also be they'd spin off and go for more of the realms or some other storyline or something yeah. next. And who knows? We haven't even seen the movie yet. We haven't even seen what Gore the God Butcher looks like in on, on live action. Yet. That's true. So we, we don't really have a leg to stand on. Um, I think anyone walked in. While he was filming to fix any lights. <laughs> That's a reference to a thing that happened in 2010? Probably, probably 2008. Because Salvation came out in 2009. Oh, that was, oh, that's right. That was Salvation. Yep. Yeah. I was going to remark 
kind of the general cultural impression of Thor Ragnarok is, oh, it's a it's a fun, goofy movie. It's got some heart to it, but it's just it's it's wacky and it's funny and it's colorful. Um, and I think this teaser was a nice reminder that Taika Waititi also made a really beautiful movie yeah. with Thor Ragnarok, like the Valkyrie sequence. Um, Thor just ripping put through people on the bridge yeah. when he comes down and the lightning's all right. Oh, man. It's just, it's a gorgeous movie, and there were some really nice shots in this yeah. one, too. And I think I'm, I'm excited to see Taika not not only just, you know, have his fun, but also yeah. get to exercise his craft as a filmmaker. Yeah. What movie did I just see? It was an animated movie that Taika would teach. Oh, Taika's in uh, Light uh, Lightyear. Oh, yeah. Apparently. That surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. I was like, what? Taika's everywhere now. I love it. Good guy to have everywhere. Yep, I'm not complaining. Yep, love his voice. Love everything that he does. Well, I tried to do an impression, but I don't have enough voice for it. He kept it short so he didn't devolve into Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think, Buster. Oh, dang it. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else. I don't think I can't think of the DC just went through a round robin voting process of a new comic line which oh it was like did they did they vote to kill robin (laughs) (laughs) strangely enough i don't think a single robin was in there um so in a way they're basically they were like uh here are these i think 32 different like miniseries maybe or, or mm-hmm. recur- recurring lines probably miniseries sure uh that uh people have had ideas for um <coughs> you guys get to vote on which one we do and i hate the dc fandom <laughs> they chose all the ones that are just like that showed no promise frankly what Let's do you expect from the it. unwashed masses dc Comics. Let's see if I can find what the original lineup was. Round Robin. Okay. Uh, Hawkman and Hawkwoman, the Changeling, versus Wildcat Nine Lives. The Questions Grand Solution versus Constantine and the Demon Vacation from Hell. So that would have been like uh, Constantine and Etrigan. Yep. Uh, the Questions. Question. Yep. Uh, Suicide Squad Dark uh, and Justice League Redacted. Uh, which is oh they have like little uh synopses of each one mm-hmm. uh let's see actually am i gonna read each of these nah probably not no nah, let's do it we're only what 20 30 minutes in and it's also four of that was me watching a trailer all right burn some time hawkman and hawkwoman the changeling hawkman and hawkwoman have never have never had children together they know that for a fact then who is hector hall a hot-headed razor-winged teen who claims to be their son. Can they trust their own memories or each other? <laughs> Wildcat Nine Lives. Wildcat. <laughs> so Wildcat is a... He was back in the Justice Society way mm-hmm. back when. Okay. He's like a boxer. He's like the best, like, hand-to-hand fighter. Like, there is. Like, he trained Batman okay. how to be, like, like boxing and stuff like that. Uh, Wildcat spent eight of his nine lives showing the ropes to some of DC's universe heaviest hitters. And he's got the scarred knuckles and reset bones to prove it. But now he's only got one more life to go. How fearless would you be if you knew it was the last round in the ring? The questions. Grand solution. What happens when people from all walks of life are activated as faceless vigilantes, each forced to solve an alternate reality game where the stakes are life and death? 
That's the question. But does Renee Montoya have the solution? Constantine and the Demon, Vacation from Hell. Arcane Guile meets Hellish Fury. John Constantine is forced to play host to Etrigan the Demon. Oh, shit. Ah, okay, I like that. Uh, and the pair embark on the deeply <coughs> personal and personally apocalyptic mission. Oh, and potentially apocalyptic mission. Okay. Uh, Personally, apocalyptic feels like an oxymoron, but kind of an interesting one. <laughs> uh, journeying, journeying back home to Liverpool, Constantine must confront ghosts from his past, and Etrigan isn't exactly his first choice for an ally. Suicide Squad Dark, a team of occult misfits and monsters assembled by Amanda Waller and led by Vampire Batman, good, are forced to mind melt, are forced into a mind melting suicide mission to assassinate Earth, Earth's thirteen League of Shadows. Okay. Justice League Redacted. I voted for this one because of the first two words. Green Arrow has watched many heroes. The great, the good, the kind. Be forever scarred by darkness, they swear to fight. Rather than sit by and let any more of his friends fall to the festering abyss, he decides to create a Justice League Black Ops team of fighters who can survive a few more shadows. Because as far as he's concerned, they may already be lost. Green Arrow's team of Nemesis, Killer Frost, Manhunter, Metamorpho, and Cheshire are needed more than ever. Green Arrow was worried about what happens when you look the abyss in the eye. That goes double when Johnny Sorrow and Marilyn team up. Don't know who those people are. I'm really behind on all of DC stuff. Clearly. Uh, Firestorm, Fourth World Problems. Nice. Uh. <laughs> when Ronnie Raymond and Jason Rush make the startling discovery that the Firestorm Matrix contains a spark of the life equation... Darkseid and his army turned their sights towards the nuclear te- teenage nuclear heroes. But can Ronnie and Jason put their differences aside to combine into Firestorm? Or will Darkseid claim the Matrix for himself in Apocalypse? So it's a Darkseid thing. Cool, sure. Kid, Fa- Kid Flash, the speed of fear. Reverse Flash melds... There's a lot of melding in these now. Yeah, melding's big these days. Yeah. I've, I've been into it on the weekends a little bit. That's not something you should tell put on the internet. Keep that to yourself, bud. It's a little, little risque. Reverse Flash melds with Parallax in an unprecedented combination of the Speed Force and the fear-based yellow power. So, Comics are so weird. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. How many of these were created by just pulling two names from a hat and being like, all right, I'll smoosh these together see what happens? Probably all of them. Uh, unprecedented combination of the Speed Force and the fear-based yellow power ring to create a deadly speed ring. That one kind of feels like they just smushed it together because they're both yellow. It's like... Yeah. Speed yeah. Ring also sounds like a drug cartel. Uh, <laughs> to shatter Oa's central Green Lantern battery. A confused and isolated Kid Flash Wall- Wallace West. Not Wally West. Because the CW puts its grimy fingers on everything and ruins it all. Yep. Uh, must choose. Must chase Thawne across the a variety of alien worlds to stop him and the Sinestro Corps while his own powers die because of Kid Flash's slow disconnection with the Speed Force. That is a pack of things. Wallace West. Yeah. Wallace There's two West, Wally Wallace Wests. West. Wallace West. Try saying yeah. that ten times fast. Wallace West. 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 How many was that? Probably 10. But I got the point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at those. Also, I don't think that one's actually that hard. It's actually not that hard. Uh, Black Canary, When Canaries Cry. When Black Canary intercepts an intelligence operative trying to deliver sensitive materials on an encrypted disc, she finds herself plunged into the world of espionage. <gasps> Ooh. 
I'm pretty sure I voted for this one anyway, just because it was black. I didn't read the synopses. I just <laughs> saw what the characters were and had a preference. Good guess. Uh, she finds herself plunged in the world of espionage to contend with an international uh, consortium known only as Mysterium. With the help of a French spy, Dinah must stop the Shadow Organization from investigating war for their own mm. profit. Uh, actually, real quick, I have all the winners because it has it on the top. Mm-hmm. Uh at least the uh, Instagram ones. I don't know who actually won. Of Hawkman, Hawkman, Hawkwoman, and Wildcat. The Hawkman, Hawkwoman one. Uh, the Constantine and the Demon mm-hmm. one. Okay. Uh, Suicide Squad Dark one. Okay. So not the Green Arrow one. Uh, the Kid Flash one. So the Yellow People. That one's gonna be real wacky. Well, that if it. So these are all like it's a. Uh, so they narrowed it down to one. Okay. Uh, so Black bracket. Canary lost to Green Lantern. God, that is a tiny logo. Green Lantern, the light of the end of forever. Light at the end of forever. Sounds like a ripoff of Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Feels like a young adult fantasy novel. Kind of does. A dark, far future. The gal- a galaxy gripped by tyranny. When an elderly farmer in a backwater system is brutalized by the latest thugs with jetpacks and jackboots, are you? Are you just, lawmen? Are you? Are um, you? <laughs> are you reading the plot of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope? <laughs> this sounds like the plot synopsis of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, he remembers a forgotten past, an era of champions. Oh my gosh! A cadre, cadre. Cadre. Cadre of noble peacekeepers long since vanished. <laughs> You're his, kidding me. His name, he's sure of it, is John Stewart. Whatever happened to the Green Lantern uh, Corps, and is it too late to reignite the light? That is uh, eerily similar. Yeah, well, I mean, there's only 37 stories or whatever that number is. Um, DC Horror Ghost Tour from Hell. Is there any other kind? Probably, I guess. They had to clarify it. Yeah. A frantic mother begs for Madame Xanadu's help in finding her missing son. Last seen on a ghost tour with friends. Xanadu's reading reveals there's a nefarious being behind the disappearances in New Orleans. Enlisting the help of Demon Etrigan and Dead Man. So, okay. Uh, you know, sure. Good old. Uh, the trio quickly realize that they're on a ghost tour from hell. And they're no match for these supernatural kidnappers. Saying Etrigan, Xanadu, and Deadman are no match for literally anything is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Premise sounds kind of cool. Yeah. It, this one did win, at least on the Instagram one, <coughs> uh, over, which is the one I voted for, Animal Man, mm. because he doesn't have enough good stuff. He has, mm-hmm. The thing is, I was honestly voting for the ones that they have one good story that okay. exists. Like, Black Canary has... Honestly, probably not a whole lot of great stuff because she's always roped in with, like the um, right the sirens and yep. birds of prey and yep. green arrow stuff. Like yep. she needs her own her own thing. Yeah. Um, Animal Man has one really good run. Okay. And I think the New Fifty Two one is actually pretty good too. I got to go back and read it again, but like, the, so it doesn't have a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Buddy Baker, aka Animal Man, and Animal Man has say that one problems. ten times fast. His home life is in shambles. His daughter's powers are awakening and the world needs him, but he's stuck. He needs change. Soon Animal Man will enter a cocoon, but when metamor- metamorphosis is complete, what will emerge? So it's I just think he literally several issues of him just in a cocoon silently. 
That sounds awesome. I'd read the pants off that. Yeah, Swamp Thing is literally just him <laughs> floating through space for a while. Yeah. No, I mean, there's an issue where Swamp Thing basically cocoons after he comes out of the lab yes, at the that, start of Alan Morse That's what I was thinking of, yeah. yeah. But then also, yeah, he flits through space for a while. Yeah, yeah. that one's weird, though. Yep. Um, I'm That's... surprised this one won against what it was on. Uh, Green Lantern, The Birth of Conspiracy. In 1947, three events kindled Americans, America's fascination with UFOs. The Men in Black, Flying Saucer Sightings, and the Roswell Crash. Three low-level government employees tasked with monitoring superheroes realized one person was at all three events. The Green Lantern. He hasn't been seen since. Seems pretty interesting. Okay, I'm on board. It was put against Captain Carrot and his best friend Darkseid. Uh... Honestly, I was really expecting the fan uh, the fan base to vote for this one. Yeah? The interdimensional space epic no one asked for. <laughs> That's for <laughs> it's sure. true. Darkseid is trying to eliminate the newest new god, but the extremely furious, yes, we hate us too, zoo crew is determined to reach their long-foretold Captain Carrot first before friendship ruins everything. What a weird one. Uh, Superboy, wow. the man of did, tomorrow. Did Tumblr write that one collectively? Honestly, Tumblr probably wrote most of these. <coughs> uh, yeah. Superboy, the man of tomorrow. Determined to find his place in the strange universe, Connor Kent slash Superboy leaves Earth behind. But his journey to self of self-discovery brings him face to face with a group of freedom fighters who challenge not just everything Connor stands for, but what it means to bear the Superman crest generic superman sure. coming of yeah, age okay. story Fine. he's All been right. superboy for billions of years yep. against i'm disappointed at lost cyborg who has one very short run solo run mm -hmm. and nothing else to really highlight him as a character cyborg has grown so powerful he no longer needs to leave his cold metal lair what I read that right. So also sits in a cocoon in silence for several <laughs> issues. Uh, he fights the good fight, but only virtually. When Cyborg replica... Oh, virtually with Cyborg replicas. When the supervillain Gizmo and Clarion, the witch boy, mix magic and tech, they become powerful technomancers. Cyborg is joined by Beast Boy, who tries to remind him of <coughs> true power, the human spirit. Cyborg must reconnect with his human side to face the world, or Gizmo will become an omnipotent, unchallenged cyber god, and Clarion, Clarion will get what he's always wanted, chaos and destruction. Speaking of young adult novels. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so those are the winners. Okay. Uh, got then, let's see. Oh, wait. Okay, so the official winners were the Hawkman, Hawkwoman, Constantine, and the Demon uh suicide squad dark kid flash uh green lantern the ghost from hell ghost tour from hell the green lantern again and superboy yeah okay so because mm -hmm. it was like the you actually voted on like the website they had and so right. i was just go like it, apparently the instagram story votes were at least representative of who actually won okay uh round round oh no Let's see. Uh, round two got it down to Constantine and the Demon, Suicide Squad, Dark, the Green Lantern. I can't remember what that one is. The Star Wars one or the weird one? Uh, the Birth of Conspiracy. No. Oh, the Aliens one. No, the the, the Star Wars one. Oh. <coughs> uh, and then Superboy beat the Aliens one. <coughs> so we got Constantine, 
and then the demon, mm-hmm. which is good. Uh, last round brought it to. Oh no! Did they announce the winners? I feel like they announced the winners recently. Wait. Oh, they have these written. They released like pages of them. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, but then. Do do do. Oh, uh, I guess it's still going. Vote now. Vote now. I all of the good ones are already lost. I think Is that where we ended up. Always. My phone's at one percent. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's been happening. Yep. That's all I have. Let's see. I padded time. It's um, been forty-five minutes. Did you find any news? The Dungeons and Dragons movie has a subtitle. I'm hoping you'll tell me what this means. Oh, God. Dungeons and Dragons colon Honor Among Thieves. Is it going to be a bunch of rogues? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's D&D. Yeah. You can't, like, what are you going to do? It's If you make a movie about D&D, unless you're doing something like we talked about in the past where the best way to do a D&D movie is to make it that it is like Lego movie where it's mm-hmm. people playing D and D, but like, it's like live action of what's happening yep. and you get the quirks of D and D. Yeah. Otherwise you're just telling a fantasy story <laughs> claiming it's D and D. Yeah. You could, you could live in, in universe and do sort of a fun anthology kind of steer- series. Yeah. I guess, but I don't know. Who's about this? a spell slots. <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, who's this movie even for? Nerds. Yeah, but we're them, and we're not Is excited it? about this. Well, I'm. I'm intrigued to see what happens. Okay. Because it's Chris McKay who did the Batman Lego thing. True, and but you don't so, like that, huh? But you didn't like that. I don't like it because it was like a mockery of Batman himself. Fair. Um, kind of. I need to go back and watch it again. In some ways, it's the most honest portrayal of Batman ever set to screen. In some ways, yeah, it's a yeah goofy mockery. But, like, uh, I want this movie to be done so we can go back to doing Nightwing. Yeah. Get your act together, Chris. Yep. I know somebody who's on the D&D movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I told them to... Um, well, I, it's one of Kalen's friends, and I told mm-hmm. her to tell them that, like, to tell Chris to get back to the Nightwing movie because mm-hmm. some random art department schlup friends fiance wants it. Surely I have enough weight. I think the direct approach won't work. We need to be a little more subtle. We need to like uh, get some subliminal messaging in there somehow. Like art department, you said. Yeah. So some sort of weaponry that looks sort of like, like the, the Esker uh, sticks. The Esker sticks. Yeah. Um, just, a, just a little bit. <laughs> have the wardrobe vaguely be reminiscent like sort of, of like the, the, the color scheme is yeah. kind of right and there's some there's like a sort of a geometric kind of shape yeah. it's like it's like not obvious but we should, we need to get those wheels turning again you should do a movie on uh rick grayson the thing that happened that literally nobody liked do you remember that happening i don't remember that rick happening grayson got shot in the head by kg beast and like forgot who he was and he became rick grayson like a giant asshole and like shaved his head and literally nobody liked that arc Look at me, I'm Pickle Rick Grayson. <laughs> um, nothing else. We're ignoring the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Or not ignoring, avoiding. 
I'm not avoiding I'm watching it very closely, but we're not going to talk about it. That's what I meant by avoiding it. Yep. Too tabloidy. Yep. Shall we? We shall. What a rough episode. <laughs> Next one's not going to be any better. Uh, we'll have more to talk about. We were really scraping for things on this one. Yeah. Kind of a top-heavy news week. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, if you can hear me. Uh, check out our TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. I remembered that one first. Hey! I didn't say it at the top of the episode. People have definitely tuned out by now instead of listening to my gross voice. Uh, check us out. I mean, we exist on other social media, so you can kind of follow us there. Facebook, Twitter, at Just Us Losers Pod. Instagram, at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com, where if the D&D movie is for you, tell us. Tell us about it. We, we'd be delighted to hear why it's for you. Um, next week, uh, listen to our thoughts about some things that we've been experiencing uh as of this recording we have seen the first four episodes of moon Knight. we'll talk about those a little bit hippopotamus hippopotamus it's a catchy song um yeah so we've got that to look forward to among other things our first batch of short story reading is complete yeah! roughly so we'll uh, talk about some of those uh it'll be a good time um I think that's everything I'm supposed to say. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.